Welcome to our next episode of the 5 Moments of Need Performance Matters series. This is Bob Mosier, one of the many co-hosts you'll meet throughout this series. So friends, are you trying to learn more about the 5 Moments of Need? Maybe how to design for them, implement for them, measure them and even sell them as an approach to your enterprise. Well, in the Performance Matters series, we will help you better understand the theory and best practices behind this powerful methodology and offer proven ways to put the five moments of need into practice. Welcome. This is Conrad Gottfriedson, one of your co-hosts in the Performance Matters series. Today, we're going to focus for the first time on the area of measurement matters. This is absolutely crucial this area. Frankly, very few organizations have figured out how to connect the dots between what happens during training and then what goes on in the workflow. During the early 1990s, Gloria Geary, who was leading an L&D group, was asked to report on traditional learning metrics. Those metrics included things like the percentage of course completions, pass-fail rates, student instructor ratio, dollars charged back to departments, utilization of facilities, and so forth. Gloria ended up writing an article that uh, she published titled, Why Don't We Just Weigh Them? She said a better metric would be to just weigh our students when they come in, weigh them when they leave, and report that. (laughs) That is so true, really, as it relates to business impact. None of the traditional measures really get us there. I, I remember as a young man being with my dad on Little Table Mountain, we were trying to make our way to Big Table Mountain. And um, at a certain point after uh, driving on, I don't know how many different dirt roads, uh, my dad said, I, I don't think we can get there from here. I remember him laughing and uh, me laughing a little bit, but you know, that's actually a pretty accurate statement when it comes to measuring from a learning perspective. Connecting the dots between learning and effective performance on the job, kind of tough. Business impact. But Gary figured it out. Why? Because she looked at this challenge through the lens of performance rather than learning. You see, if you approach learning with a learning mindset, it's tough. It's really tough to get to true business impact measurement. But the minute you shift your mindset to enabling effective performance, you put yourself in a position to connect the dots. It's absolutely clear to me that Gary had figured out that training uh, or learning was a means, not an end. For her, the end was enabling high-level job performance with a minimum of support from other people. She recognized that learning alone can't enable and sustain high-level job performance. Hence, the discipline of performance support emerged with a unique type of deliverable. She called it an EPSS, an Embedded Performance Support System. And with an EPSS in the mix, well, the dots connect because an EPSS is embedded in the workflow, assisting people in performing their jobs. And at the same time, that EPSS then is there to enable the monitoring and the measuring of employee work performance. Now, if you don't know what an EPSS is and how it functions, it's going to be difficult for you to grasp the significance of what I just said. It's going to take an investment of time and effort for you to 
figure this out. And so I'd suggest that you listen to some of the other podcasts in, in this series. But to motivate you to do that, I want to explain the kind of business impact that you can measure with an EPSS. There are five areas, really, of impact that we've identified, at least. There's the area of optimizing collective and individual performance, the area of reducing risk, the area of increasing profitability, the area of cultivating and engaged dynamic workflows, and the area of reinforcing mission and values of the organization. Let me just share a few specific impact areas in some of these five arenas. Let's talk for just a moment about optimizing collective and individual performance. We can actually measure time to successful performance or reduce time to proficiency or the decreased gap between less experienced and star performers or optimized work processes. In terms of reducing risk, we can sort out the degree in which mission-critical assets like policies and intellectual assets are being accessed and used. The successful performance, again, of mission-critical skills and critical error reduction, big time. We're able to, in the cultivating of increasing profitability or efficiency within the flow of work, reduce support costs the speed to solve, the reduction of time supporting others, the reduction of formal support costs, the reduction of time searching for resources, or reducing work stoppage. I'll talk a little bit more about these in just a minute, but I want to share a caution with you. Before you take the steps to connect what you do directly to these kinds of organizational impact outcomes, you need to make sure that what you're doing will actually yield those benefits. Uh, That's where the five moments of need play out. Developing solutions that accommodate the moments of apply, change, solve, learn new and more. Well, that's when you begin to push yourself into the workflow, the solution into the workflow that allows you to focus on performance at the job task level. And you see, employee performance is best measured when it's visible at the job task level. And once you have that tactical visibility of employee performance, then you can put in place an EPSS infrastructure that enables this monitoring and measuring specific areas of business impact. Now, what I've just shared with you is really important. You gotta make performance visible. You, you focus on performance, you gotta make it visible. And then once that's visible, you've gotta build performance support around it and the EPSS. You implement that, and then great things happen. Let me give you an example. Suppose you wanted to measure reduced time spent supporting others. Well, when employees are engaged in self-support or peer support, they're not performing the work that furthers the mission and success of the organization and the work for which they were hired to do. The purpose of an EPSS is to be a digital coach, to provide two-click, 10-second access to just what's needed when it's needed to successfully perform work. And as such, EPSSs are specifically designed to reduce support costs in this area. The cost of self-support includes the amount of time performers take to solve a problem, to figure out how to perform a task, find resources needed to help execute the work, or to make a decision. 
And once an organization has baseline data regarding the amount of time employees spend remembering how to do things, finding those resources to do their job, solving problems when things go wrong, then it can begin to track EPSS usage patterns around that performance and correlate that with that baseline data. You see, that's done with looking at revisits to a task area and to its specific resources to understand the types of resources that are being accessed, the amount of time that performers are spending on a given task area working with those specific resources. This then compared with the baseline data can do remarkable things in terms of connecting the dots. Those patterns provide the data points that can help us draw those reliable conclusions regarding time savings when compared against that baseline data. An example would be monitoring resource access times and comparing that to baseline time required to find resources without an EPSS to generate uh, helpful support cost reduction data. Now, let me give you another example. Work stoppage costs the organization. One of the fundamental realities of formal learning is that learners, for the most part, stop their work to learn. The time required to adapt what is learned to the workflow costs. And when things go wrong and the learners stop their work to solve a problem, more productivity is lost, which costs even more. An EPSS allows organizations to push some learning entirely into the workflow, which means that performers can learn while they actually perform their work, thereby reducing support work stoppage to learn. And, and in addition, an EPSS can dramatically reduce the time it takes to achieve effective performance in the workflow. And at the moment of solve, an EPSS can reduce work stoppage by providing two-click, 10-second access to just what's needed to solve that problem. Reducing work stoppage alone can pay for the investment in building and maintaining an EPSS. Well, hopefully this makes sense. An EPSS unlocks the door to measurement. It connects the dots. We just uh, are working on a, a remarkable project with this senior organizational leader and a key stakeholder and for that project. And we're in position now to measure the impact of that work that we've been doing. And he just uh, sent a note to us. It said this, hey, everybody, quote, this is without a doubt the most interesting, exciting, and meaningful professional effort I've ever been involved with. It's really quite extraordinary. And most fascinating of all, the story seems to write itself at this point. By that, I mean to say that all of the formerly disparate pieces have come together into a coherent whole. And it feels like we're starting to be pulled along instead of having to always push so hard. That's what can happen. It's what happens all the time as we move into the world of five moments, and we build solutions that accommodate the moments of apply, solve, change, as well as learn new and learn more in the workflow. That stakeholder has learned what Gloria Geary learned so many years ago. In her own words, she said this, it's much easier to actually employ these assessments in a performance support environment because the connections between performance support in the actual work context is so much more direct 
than the distance between training events and work performance. Well, it certainly does, Gloria. And thank you for paving the way so many years ago. And to all of you who are listening, thank you for taking time to listen. This is Con Godfredson, and you've been listening to a Measurement Matters podcast in our Performance Matters series. Please take care. Well, that's it for this episode of the Five Moments of Need Performance Matters series. We look forward to future conversations around how to best put the five moments of need into practice. We welcome your feedback and can be reached on Twitter using my Twitter handle at BMOSH, as well as our Five Moments of Need website, which is www.the5momentsofneed.com. We hope you're finding these helpful and will subscribe to future episodes. Have a great day, friends.